So today, as part of our Upside podcast series, which is powered by Sports Tech Advisors, we have the honor to interview Richard Enberry, CEO of Stana Health. So Richard, welcome to the show. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. Great. So Richard, what I wanted to talk to you about today was uh, about how you got the idea of Stana Health and how your technology works and how it helped uh, the players with sleep, recovery and pain, and then talk about your future plans for the next uh, 12, 24 months. So how does it sound? Sounds good. Great. So Richard, so how did you get the idea of Sana? How did it start? So the, the, the company name comes from Sana in the capital of Yemen. And age 19, I was driving down a road uh, in a Jeep and I was given a choice of a collision with a petrol truck or to drive off a bridge to avoid it. And I drove off a bridge, spinal injury. Uh, I w went down into a dry riverbed, um, 60 foot down. The car crumpled up like a Coke can. And I had a spinal injury from T8, T10, which is belly button level. And all of that resulted in being clinically dead for eight minutes, then a coma, out of a coma. And the end result was a spinal injury that's kept me in a wheelchair since until now and a nerve damage pain problem that was so severe I was given a five-year life expectancy. So the, 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 the tech behind SANA came out of that need to create something that was better than the standard of care, um, that then would sort that there would never be, better be, be a better painkiller. Um, and then, um, yeah, it, it turned out that um, by solving my own pain problem, I came up with something that was capable of helping lots of people. Um, so the, the very, the very original concept um, came from them trying after all the drugs and all the devices to try to teach us meditation in hospital. And when you're already in pain or stress or under, um, yeah, uh, uh, under a degree of stress, it's very hard to learn to meditate in that um, scenario. Um, with chronic pain at you know, levels of 20 plus, um, I just thought there was no point in even trying to meditate. It was just a, you know, every time I tried to quiet my mind, my mind was screaming at me, pain, pain, pain. And so, so, so the, the sort of try it on your own when you're already in difficulty is a problem. Um, so what I, well, what I noticed was when I watched a particularly uh, a particular movie that was good and bad the whole way through the movie, it put me in and out of what we would now call a flow state. And I realized at the end of the film, I was like, holy crap, that changed my pain levels more than morphine. And um, the second thought was, oh, and the bits of the film that made me feel less pain made me feel like I used to when I was skiing or uh, riding, or as Americans would say, horseback riding. Um, and so I was looking for that connection of how do I get into that state that um, I used to during sport that would then uh, help my recovery. And the, the, the real breakthrough came when I started looking at the meditation research of uh, in, into the EEG profiles of long-term meditators. Um, so essentially the, the 50 years of research by that stage that looks at how long-term meditation changes your, your brain. Because my thought was, well, I can't learn to meditate now that I'm already in pain. But what would have happened had I 
you know, been meditating all my life, that would give me a degree of control over how my brain works that'd be useful. So yeah, so that, that was how the whole thing started. Um, I use uh, audio visual stimulation, so pulses of light and sound. Um, and originally an EEG feedback loop system. Um, that was how, uh, how, how I started looking at how do I get my brain from a state that's in to a state that long-term meditators produce. Um, and yeah, it, it turned out that it increased enough neuroplasticity in my own brain to fix um, my pain levels. Now, I, I, must, I must say at this stage that um, we are still undergoing large numbers of clinical trials and we are on market um, for uh, relaxation and improved sleep management, but we do not yet have FDA approval uh, for pain relief. We are undergoing clinical trials uh, in order to submit that data to the FDA. Uh, well, thanks for sharing the story. Uh, so you mentioned your the FDA. So when do you think or do you hope to to get FDA approval? Any thoughts on that? Yeah. So 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 the first step for us is um, uh, what's called the five thirteen G confirmation, um, which we are already uh, undergoing and expected to go in the next couple of weeks. Um, but we are already on market as a wellness device, so um, we can make claims around. Um, relaxation and improving sleep and we're hoping to get FDA approval um, either by the end of this year or early next year for the first indication which will be fibromyalgia and then as further clinical trials prove our efficacy in other areas we'll make subsequent submissions to the FDA to, to, to increase what we're allowed to say about how the device works because the whole FDA process is set up around proving first of all safety which we've already done and then proving the specific uh, claims around pain and anxiety that, that we want to make that we can't make until we've, we've actually proven out the, uh, the, the results of the clinical trials. Makes sense. So, uh, you know, in the world of elite sports, right, recovery and sleep uh, have become even more important for players. And it's even more important in sports like baseball where, you know, they have to play over you know 160 games a year, right? And with the COVID-19 crisis, I think the trend is accelerating. I mean, could you tell us how your product, you know, can help the teams improve uh, the player's sleep and recovery? Yep, certainly. So the, the first first team who did a mini trial for us was the San Jose Sharks um, in the NHL. Um, and, and they obviously deal with a lot of what other sports teams deal with, with intense travel, um, games being played at, 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 at times that are not good for your circadian rhythm. And the, the, the simple thing is that you can put a device on um, whether you are in bed in a hotel that you've got to at 2 a.m. in the morning when you're um, high up on adrenaline because you've, you, you, you finish your game at 11 and then you were traveling all the time. Or uh, one of my favorites is actually in Uber's um, to or from airports, although obviously flying is something that we're not going to do as much for a while, um, or actually in a plane. So the idea is that you can put the device on wherever you need it, wherever you want to use it, wherever you want to get some increased relaxation um, and improved sleep management, whether that's in bed um, and you're ready to go to sleep or um, you're in transit. And you put it on, press play, and you're getting a, a very... Um, highly coordinated sequence 
of light and sound pulses, um, you're, you're, you're doing it through closed eyes and you're doing it at a very relaxing level. And typically, the, 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 the majority of users are asleep within 10 minutes. Yep, that makes sense. So, and so you know, we did a survey recently uh, that showed that 44% of the teams, we, we interviewed about 31 teams, right, and leagues uh, that we surveyed, and they said that they plan to invest in mental health devices in the future. Now, would you um, uh, categorize your product as a mental health product or as a, you know, a sleep tech product? I mean, how would you categorize it so people don't understand? Um, so, so currently, we would categorize it as sleep management. Um, we have very uh, strong early data um, in improving anxiety and depression, but we, 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 we are not on market for anxiety and depression yet. That those are two things, that those are two areas that uh, require FDA approval to make those claims, um, and, and we are going through larger trials to, to prove those. So initially, we're a sleep management um, device, uh, but overall mental health and well-being, um, we, we will will be able to claim before too long. Yeah, and and do you see a particular feed? I mean, you mentioned uh, the Sharks, right? Which is a hockey team. Do you see a particular feed for specific sports? Let's say uh, you know football with the NFL, or, or maybe soccer, where there might be a risk of you know hits and maybe pain. I mean. What, what do you think are the sports where your product can do really well? Um, so, so generally speaking, we do better when um, we, we get a greater change in someone where the, the more wear and tear, the more damage they've, they've had. Um, so the more severe, our, our clinical trials show the more severe anxiety someone's in before they use the device, the greater the degree of change. Um, we also have some good um, early anecdotal data on um, improvement of traumatic brain injury and concussion, um, but again, those those are things that uh, we are not um, proved by the FDA for yet. But we are actively in the process of setting up clinical trials to prove those out. Um, we do very much want to work with uh, NFL teams um, as part of that proving out process, um, and we've also got a very large amount of um, uh, military testing lined up as well. And again, all of that data will be submitted to the FDA. Well, that's great, great to hear. So for any teams and, and leagues who are looking to buy your product, I mean, uh, you know, what is the best way for them to buy it, you know, in the future, I guess, when you guys have the product and so on? Well, so, so right now, um, they, they can go on to our www.sana.io website. Yeah. Um, and buy directly. Um, we went live last week. Um, we and, and any teams that are wanting to buy in bulk um, should definitely uh, email me directly at richard at sana s a n a dot i o. Great. So uh, so you know, talking about and looking at the future, right? So, what are your plans for the next twenty four months? If you could summarize for the audience, what are you trying to uh, achieve? <laughs> Yeah, so so we are uh, we should have our first FDA indication hopefully by the end of the year. Um, we've got clinical trials happening at Mount Sinai for neuropathic pain, uh, Cleveland Clinic uh, for multiple sclerosis should be later this year. Uh, we're doing a trial on lower back pain um, with Anthem, 
Um, so we've got a very large number of clinical trials happening to prove out all these different areas. And the aim really is to make the device as available as possible to um, everyone uh, under our current clearance for wellness. Uh, and then in future, when we have clearances uh, in the other indications for pain, anxiety, uh, PTSD, uh, all the things that we have some early data to show efficacy that we are now in the next 24 months, uh, we will be going through large numbers of clinical trials to prove those out and then submit the, FDA, the data to the FDA to then uh, get approval to market for those things. Great. So look, we are, we are at the end of the, the interview, but I just want to thank you for your time. That was very insightful. So uh, thank you and, and good luck for everything. Thank you. My pleasure. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. Insightful. Thank you. My pleasure. Cheers.